and welcome to Chasing Chocobos, a podcast about three brothers on a quest to beat every Final Fantasy game ever made. I'm Zach. I'm Jacob. And I'm Gavin. And this is Leg 4, hours 15 through 20 of Final Fantasy 7. Brothers, how goes the quest? Jake, you talk. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> um, I think that... I'm catching up because I saw almost everything you guys talked about last episode. <laughs> nice. We have seen a lot of stuff since then. I am I, I'm so stuck. I'm actually glad um that we're talking tonight because I'm I'm currently stuck in that canyon and I have no idea where to go. Um Cosmo Canyon? But, uh no. I have passed Cosmo Canyon. And I saw Sephiroth. I got that safe with a key for the basement. Did I need that, or was there something else in the basement that I missed? Did you get Vincent? What? Did you unlock the code for Odin? Yeah. Yeah. And you got the key. Do you have to? Do you have to get, get Odin? Vincent? I don't think so. Because there's a key in there. Oh, yes. the key's for Vincent? Yeah. The key is for Vincent. Oh, okay. So you did the you did the safe puzzle. Okay, I know what you're talking about. The safe puzzle, which I surprisingly got through very quickly. Oh god, that took me forever. I got hung up on the piano. Oh it, yeah. I, got, I knew there was something in that room, you know, because it was like that whole side of the first floor. Right. Yeah. My biggest problem was the the one that was like find the creek. Go left five paces, go up ten paces, go left two paces, go up six paces. And I was like, what the fuck? Paces are really hard to do when you don't have a D-pad. Yeah. <laughs> but You guys did it wrong. You just got to click all over. Find the general area and just like click the whole room and you'll find that's it. A, that's eventually <laughs> what I ended up doing. Um, no, no, my biggest problem was actually putting in the numbers and getting the numbers in on top. Which is also very difficult without a D-pad. <laughs> that took me forever to do. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was pretty hard, even with a D-pad. Analog controls are not the greatest. And, dude, they're so sensitive, too. If you touch it, like, for a split second, it goes down, like, ten. Yeah. Yeah, even me. on the D-pad, if you really pressed in a direction, it would jump, too. So you had to really, like, take your time. And right. it was a lot of numbers for, I forget how many seconds we had, but, like, 20? The last, I think it was like 10. Short amount of time. Short amount. Too short. Gotta go quick. But hey, you get Odin, you fight a scary half purple, half orange monster, and then you get your boy Vincent. Yeah, there's, there's all these random places where it's just all of a sudden like really, I, I don't, I don't read lovecraft but i i picture it like lovecrafty and like just horrible sci-fi like fantasy nightmares of places it's out of cr- like the normal right it's kind of crazy how that monster fit inside that safe too it was like two stories high the it's... the two-faced monster wasn't that like the giant face on the wall uh, in the lava it? place was it i don't remember that Oh, wait, the lava in Cosmo Canyon? Hmm. Red's, Red's hometown? Yes. When you're going through that cave so. and stuff? Yeah. 
but it was like um it's like a burial site for that for a, like all the warriors and stuff. What were you Did talking you- about a treasure chest? What what came out of the treasure? The box? the safe came uh, out of the safe came the uh the like bilateral asymmetrical thing um oh yeah i don't remember what it was called but in my notes i called it missing no for some reason (laughs) (laughs) i think its name is like i don't know like i don't know i don't remember what its name was it was the it is the first and only thing that has given me a game over in this game so far really yep is that shitty thing in the safe yeah, it's a pretty cool thing in the safe. I'm trying to think of what you fought in that room. Like, I have a picture of this. In which in which I feel I feel like we're jumping around a lot between Nibelheim and Cosmo Canyon. Yeah, it was probably Cosmo Canyon. Cosmo Canyon is when all the ghosts are ghosts. Yeah, I hate ghosts. Did you guys see any wheeled uh, beasts, like dinosaur beasts? Uh, with uh, the triceratops. <laughs> yeah, the triceratops tanks. Yeah, dude, they're the best. I don't That's... think I saw any of those. Also, what the hell's going on with the monsters in this game, dude? Yo, I aren't love they it. Wild. They're obs- It's obscene how just nonsensical they are. I love it. I love how weird the monsters are in this. Like everybody talks about like final fantasy monsters being weird but they weren't that weird up until seven right and i can only assume it's because they needed to like differentiate the monsters for the low poly i don't know like because the you the art style had to be so different that you couldn't just draw a character you had to make a like 3d representation so you had to make it weirder i guess i don't know but they're so weird. Maybe they're trying to get to, to like hinting at a lot of these monsters are like Shinra experiments, maybe. Because that, that seems is, that seems like an overarching thing. Yeah, that's something that's unclear to me. Is exactly how Shinra fits into the the monsters because like some of the monsters are implied to just be like natural. But also, Shinra is implied to be employing monsters, because when you help out at Fort Condor, Shinra is sending monsters after you. So, but I thought Sephiroth went, like, isn't a big part of Sephiroth going crazy, him and Zack discovering that Shinra is making monsters? So isn't it supposed to be a big secret? Or is it not a big secret? I don't know. I'm so up in... I, I don't know how the monsters fit into the storyline. I don't even know how Zack fits into the storyline, to be honest. I, I, I kind of do. I do only because I've been watching uh, some videos of cutscenes from Crisis Core. <laughs> yeah, just that's fair. Crisis Core. I don't consider that cheating because I don't think we're probably going to get to Crisis Core in the course of chasing Chocobos. Even if it Zach. is, like, who cares? <laughs> We, we've, yeah. played, we've played these games before. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, like, for these ones that we've experienced, I'm not as concerned about. Um, But, like, because, like, I've, I've seen cutscenes from Cutraces Core before. I've seen Advent Children. I know, like, some of the basics. Yeah, all, all of my knowledge 
of who Zach is is basically through Advent Children. So, yeah, <laughs> really have no idea what actual role he plays other than I think Aerith's like boyfriend or something. Yeah, haven't you're further along than me? Haven't they explained it yet? I don't think so. I I found Zach's hometown. And then Tifa acted all weird because she was in my party. Okay. And that's it. Okay, so they, they, they just haven't explained it yet. They're, they're, they'll get to it. They'll get to it. Um, so, Jake, last time when we left off, you were still in the Gold Saucer, correct? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, like, right towards the end of it, I guess. Because you drop down... They throw you in that prison. You got a chocobo race. Yeah. That took me that took me so long to figure out. In fact, I don't I still don't understand how I got out of there. Like where in the desert I I, I went into that desert so many times and just wound up finding um that like carriage that brought you back. Yeah, I got lost in the desert once. Once? Well, after I got lost the first time, I didn't try again. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, I talked to those guys and they said to go southwest. And I, I, I took that and I thought like, okay, well, I have to go like down a panel, left a panel, down a panel, left a panel, down a panel. And then I thought they were lying. So I tried the other direction. And then I was just, I tried a lot before I just like walked along that ridge. I, I oh, hate man. this game sometimes. <laughs> Just so lost. I mean, not, not the cave. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't remember now. Is the problem? Is the real problem is that I don't remember what we were talking about. Uh, well, I was lost. You got lost. You went to. You were in the gold saucer. Left the gold saucer. You got the buggy. <laughs> you went to. You went to Cosmo Canyon. Yep. And then. Stargazed. Really, yeah. Stargazed. Learned about the planet as an organism. Yeah, that was that was an awesome. I was really into that. All the space. Um, we What's found that guy's out. name? Nanaki's grandfather. Um, grandfather? No, he has a name. It's grandpa. Like, it, isn't it like super German or something? Oh, it's, isn't it like it's very like, German esque? Uh, it's uh, shit. It is. It's like Guggen. Guggenheim. He's a Guggen? cool guy. Is yeah. he like a robot from the future? I don't know why he floats. <laughs> Is the only thing. He's like the only NPC that floats. And I don't know if it's like a tech thing because he, he just has a round orb where his legs would be and he just floats everywhere. And I don't know if it's like a tech thing or if it's like he's supposed to be like a guru who is like... who has achieved enlightenment and can float. I don't know what his deal is. It's Bugenhagen. 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 <laughs> Bugenhagen? 
So, that's why no one remembers. Well, now I want to know. All right, mechanical keyboard time. Hagen floats. Why does Bugenhagen float? Because he's an old, old man, and he created this simulation of the world. He can just—he made it. He made his legs float. I guess so. That is my head cannon, and I am sticking to it. Well, so he's—he's the... he's just the creator of all of it. Yeah, dude. And he's watching it unfold, drifting around in his little hover disc. And I, I, he's just cackling wildly the entire time. <laughs> so uh, we learned Naki's tragic backstory, and then we learn um, Seto's tragic fate. And then, Jake, you left. You got out. Wait, have you learned Seto's tragic fate? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so where are you now? Um, so then you go to Nibelheim, right? That's where Cloud and Tifa are yeah. from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And everything's the same. And Cloud's like, don't you remember the tragedy? And everyone's like, you're crazy. Don't say that about my town. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, why would you say that? Which is great. And um, the safe, I think we talked about. We are jumping around a bit. We're getting on track now. And then Sephiroth flies off. There's a bunch of magic. Um, I have a rune blade now. Kate Sith is the best. His his new weapon has something like, like seven slots or something stupid. That's a yeah, lot of Syria. I got something for him that was really good, and I, I don't remember what it was because I don't use him that much. I don't think I've ever used Kate Sith. Oh, man, he's the best mage. Um, Actually, uh, uh, weirdly enough, I have Cloud as my caster, my main caster. Really? Yeah. He is strong. I, I use magic with Cloud mostly, but he's also just physical. I, I gave him plus 10. It's like some vitality source. I've got Cloud uh, hooked up. He's got um, two HP plus materials, the cover materia. Um, he's all, he's like straight up physical, um, except he has, we got to talk about something very important that I got for Cloud, but it can wait a little bit. Well, wait, now I want to talk about it now. Well, we, we have, we, sh- we should get to where I Jake left off. to talk about it now. I got... On accident, the best weapon for Cloud. Oh, it's a secret weapon? It's a secret weapon. It's a super secret weapon. It's a nail bat. Oh, I have the nail bat. No, you have the nail bat? Yeah, dude, I got the nail bat. Oh my god, I was hoping so much that you didn't get the nail bat. I was so hopeful. No, and you don't have any materia slots and a growth is zero, dude. Fuck the nail bat, dude. What do you mean, fuck the nail bat? It has like double the attack power of my next strongest weapon. I think you guys are missing the point of the nail bat, and it's that Cloud's holding a nail bat. Yes. No, trust me, that is not lost on me. The awesomeness of Cloud beating the shit out of monsters and using uh, Climhanger with a nail bat is the best. I can't believe you just said fuck the nail bat, Gavin. Fuck the nail bat. I can't, I cannot believe my ears. You got the nail bat and you're, and you don't want 
to use it forever. I got everyone's like special weapon in that area that I cared about, and I have I'm not using any of them. Special weapon area. So um, that's in the Temple of the Ancients, or yeah, the yeah. Temple of the Ancients, and. You can, like, search around, and there's a ton of different weapons for everybody, um, and, and including the nail bat. Um, and I got, I made sure to get them for Cloud and Tifa. I might have missed Reds, actually. What do you but, mean you made sure to get, how did you know about these weapons, Gavin? Because when I opened up one of the chests, a nail bat was in it, and then there was <laughs> another weapon in the slots, so I just made sure to scan the entire area. Okay. I don't. Th- I don't think that logic's too far off. All right. Okay. I think I got every item, but I don't think they weren't did, all weapons. Did, did Red? Ha- no, they weren't all weapons, but a couple of them were, and I wanted to make sure I got all the weapons. No, I remember I got a weapon for Ketchi. I got a weapon for um Vincent. I got a trident. For- Was it the silver rifle for Vincent? Yeah, it was some okay. sort of rifle. It was some sort of rifle. Uh, there was a trident for Sid. Yeah. Um, I don't think Red had one. I, I don't think, don't think Red, Red had, had one. one um, because he gets the one from Seto, and that that's that's still my weapon that I'm using. God, I was so happy with that nail bat. So here, here's the best thing about the nail bat. Here's the best thing about the nail bat, other than the fact that it's a nail bat, is that you are in. The Temple of the Ancients. You are in this holy <laughs> place that was set up. It stores all of the knowledge and consciousness of an alien ad- civilization um, that has traveled the stars. And you fall into this area um, that has this beautiful shrine with uh, depicting a dragon... And it's protected by twin dragons that you have to fight off. And there's this single, um, this single chest on this shrine, deep, deep in the Temple of the Ancients, untouched by time. And you open it up, and there's a nail bat inside. <laughs> and it is the most glorious of weapons. It is the most powerful of weapons. It is too advanced for materia. You can't put materia in this nail bat because to do so would simply devalue the power of nail bat. It's the best. I can't wait to. I can't wait to see how much I can sell it for. Don't you dare! Don't you dare! <laughs> it sell sounds the pretty nail epic. Bat. I bet it's worth a lot. It's I so good. I haven't sold any of my weapons. I haven't either. I haven't sold like anything. I'm fully planning on, so my mind might change as we continue on, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to switch away from the nail bat just so that I can keep uh, growing my materia. Like, I've been doing a pretty good job of giving everyone their double uh, materia growth weapons so that I can, like, build up my materia. But I want to keep growing my materia. what, What does double do again? So at the end of each battle, you get AP, which goes towards growing your materia, if you put your materia in a weapon that is double, you earn double the AP at the end of each battle. So your materia grows faster. So I think I'm going to switch out of the nail bat so that I can grow my materia. But right now, at this moment, and I, I have license to change my mind, 
I want to beat Sephiroth with the nail bat. I want to beat this game with the nail bat. <laughs> that is my goal. It's my I, dream. That's a great goal. I was thinking about trying to do that with the Buster Sword. Ooh. Because I, I think that'd be really cool. That'd be super impressive. Um, I wouldn't change everyone's. I would only change Cloud's to the Buster Sword. Yeah. I'll do it with my bare hands. Just unequip it. Yeah. Can you unequip your weapon? I don't know if you can, actually. In fact, I have trouble once you give someone an accessory. I don't think you can, like, take it off of them. Oh, yeah, 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 you can. You just, uh, in equipment, all you have to do is press. For me, it's Y, because I'm using an Xbox controller. But, like, I think it's triangle. Oh, yeah, but that doesn't work for... It doesn't work for the weapon, I don't think. And it doesn't work for, like... Your, what's the one in between? Accessory and weapon. Uh, armor. The bangles. Yeah, yeah, you can't, oh yeah, you can't take that off completely. You have to switch it to something. Yeah, I don't think you can take, I don't think you can be unequipped. Hmm. I, I do, it's, it is interesting to me how, how because this game is very much more advanced than the previous, uh, and I was talking to, so I streamed my last, uh, hour of this leg on twitch and um one thing that i noticed while i was streaming was that status effects don't last after battle in this game except for a couple um like sadness fury some things that affect your uh your limit stay after battle but things like poison uh petrify toad none of that stays after battle and uh one of my one of the, I can't remember who it was that pointed this out, uh, but one of the people viewing was like, oh, it's probably because like it's a lot harder to balance a game when you have to keep in mind those status effects afterwards. Um, and I think it's interesting that because this game got more advanced in some systems, like the Materia system, I would say, is like pretty advanced and complicated. They had to simplify other systems like statuses, like equipment. Um, and to be honest, I miss the things that I like about RPGs and about Final Fantasy is like the dress up and the freedom in my character setup. That's definitely what it is in tactics. Yes. God, I love the dress up in tactics. I guess what was, what were the other early Final Fantasies with like job classes and combining different job classes was that like that was in three four three uh, three and five three let us combine jobs four uh four four was had cecil so they had they had prescribed jobs yeah they they had their own unique thing was bart and x death yeah and that was straight jobs and you that could was change, change them up jobs. yeah wait you could wait you could change you couldn't change your jobs in five could you yeah you could yeah that's for the four job fiesta oh yeah you're right you're right we've come so far i know it's crazy i feel like so accomplished that we've beat six final fantasies it is a weird token of pride that i carry now as a kid, I never would have been like, I never would have thought that I would 
have done this. I'm very, I am very proud of it. Young Gavin um, is very proud of current Gavin. But like, oh, I think this is one thing that we were talking about earlier when we got really confused with ourselves. Um, I'm finding this game, I'm finding seven very straightforward. I wish it was straightforward. I've, it's definitely more straightforward than I remember it. Yeah. I expected it to be very, like, I expected it not to hold my hand. I expected to get lost a lot and get frustrated because I, I have in, like, I did in six. Um, but, and I, like, remember getting lost a lot it, as a kid. But I, for the most part, the only time I have not known where to go was uh, immediately after, uh, immediately after Sid. I didn't know where to go, and even then I was given the clues to go where I needed to go. I just didn't utilize them correctly. Yeah, that's when you have to find the Temple of the Ancients, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, the exact same spot for me. How close am I to Sid? Okay, so let's actually back up. <clears throat> Pretty close. Yeah. Sephiroth flies off out of the basement. Yeah. Vincent still doesn't want to talk to you. Whatever. You have to know. just... Oh, wait. Have you... Did you try to talk to Vincent? Yeah, I think so, right? You have to <laughs> keep... It... Wait. Oh, yeah. You... He totally runs after you and joins your party. Wait, did you forget whether or not you have Vincent in your party? Well, no, I, I do now. And yes, okay. I did forget that. Okay. <laughs> so you get Vincent, and then you go out and you head out... You head up through the back of Nibelheim and leave your hovercraft, your little rover. What is that? Yeah. A buggy. Yeah, your buggy. How cool is driving that thing around? Have you guys hit the shoulder button yet and, like, it flattens the screen? What? What? And, like, it turns it, like, 3D, like, it brings you ground level and you drive around the landscape? What? No. No. Dude, it makes it, it's so good. And it actually does a fair job of directing the camera when you're getting around stuff huh i'm gonna have to try that does the same thing go for chocobos i also, don't know because i just discovered this with the buggy that's oh, I, one thing i want to talk about real quick but i have no means to get any greens so i can ride chocobos you can just, just go, catch him wait no go, go back to the chocobo ranch how with the tiny bronco I, I I wouldn't know how to get there. I I don't know how to get there. Oh, it's right on the. I've literally, uh, boated around the world on the tiny Bronco because I got lost looking for um where I needed to go next. Uh, and I, I went. It's 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 not far. It's what's not a really well, what's a tiny Bronco? The the ship or the airship, not airship, but like the, the plane. plane you get from Sid. I forget where we were, but you go you go up Nibelheim, leave your bumper car, yep. and you um go to this mountain, right? Wait, mountain Yeah, mountain yeah, yeah. yeah. How I, I'm so lost. I don't understand where to go. Oh, um okay. So have you fought the big scorpion thing in Oh Mount my god, the scorpion. The Materia Master or something. I have to go yeah. all the way Protector? back to that thing. Where are you? 
if you just if you just um instead of going down to that i did save there so maybe that's for the best because i'll just turn off my game but if you go up those steps and out you can go like way down the mountain and it turns it almost looks like you're on like a giant like microbe like a like one of those little teddy bear tardigram things tardigram sounds i sound so dumb yeah <laughs> no so if you if you go where you killed that scorpion spider thing and you go through if i you didn't walk- kill it i didn't kill it i think that's uh, where i lost i yeah. think that's i gotta kill the scorpion thing yeah, you just gotta kill that scorpion thing. That's that is guarding the way past. You, if you go the other way, you can get like like you'll go to a dead end, and it's it's pretty far. There is some treasures. Yeah, yeah. There's cool stuff, but it's a dead end. It's a horrible dead end. That yeah. Yeah. when you come out the dead end, it shows you all these other exits way down screen, and then you can find hidden passages like all around and behind it, but there's no actual path over to those exits. Yeah. Yeah. There has it's, to be though. What nope. are those exits? I, they, I don't, they, I, I think that ends. I think we're going to go back to Nibelheim because there's a gray materia in Mount Nibel too, that I cannot get to. Man. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm so far. It's okay. Are you sure it's, gray materia and not just an item sack uh i don't i'm assuming it's materia because it's it's round and all the round items are materia what's an item sack just think like you just pick up a potion or something and like they're they're gray not yeah the no the pot the oh. potions and stuff are shaped like bottles Yeah, no, it's a little but warm. like but other items and stuff are in like gray sacks. I don't think so. I don't know what Dude, you're talking about. I'm I think sure. they're blue. They're it no, those listen, are potions. It doesn't no listen. There's listen. no such thing as gray materia. Look in your materia right now. There's no none that are gray. I'm I'm just saying it's a did, little, did the white materia and the black materia have a baby and now it's a gray materia? Oh, I've seen the, I've seen the gray materia on screen. Gavin, I, I picked up the gray materia. No, you did not. You didn't yeah, even beat the Scorpio. Sometimes materia is just gray on the screen, right? It's like a little orb. No. Yes. Yes, no. it is. Elemental. Yeah. No, elementals. Yeah. There's no gray materia. Well, this one's gray. El- elemental materia is green if okay. i'm not, if i'm not mistaken it turns green right. when you pick it up no it doesn't yeah. it's always green it's on it's the screen it's colorless until you observe it no it's not this isn't quantum mechanics we're I'm not talking sure. about infinitesimally small things i'll take a picture it's next time it's always yeah. it is no it's always the same color because you see red materia as summons you see, like, the all materia is blue. Yellow materia is, like, physical boosters and stuff. There's no gray materia, guys. I'm, I, I don't know what, to, listen, fine. You get the item and you tell me what it is, and then I will concede that it is not materia. But until someone gets that item and tells me what it is, it is gray materia. I hope it's or another it's nail just... bat so I can break it. <laughs> it's just a rock. It's a pebble. It's just a shiny rock. <laughs> It's just a shiny, very round rock. Um, so, all right. So, Jake, you're stuck in Mount Nibel right now. 
Yeah, I mean, how could you not get lost? Nobody wants to fight that giant scorpion. I didn't. <laughs> I, de- I definitely went the other way for a while. I, I honestly like kind of forgot that I was back there. That's very obvious where I need to go now. Yeah, so once I got out of there, I had to go back because that's when Gavin told me that Vincent was there. And then I went out, and that, and so once you get out, according to my notes, is when you'll meet Sid. You'll go to Rocket Town. Oh, you had to go back for Vincent? I did. You didn't do the save at first time? Uh, no. Zach, I haven't you used got... Odin yet. Is he cool? Odin's the best. Odin's pretty cool. I think I have a new favorite summon, though, guys. Who? Um, I'd have, I have to look up the name. Uh, Kujata? Oh, is that the bull? Yeah. Yeah, I remember Kujata when I was from when I was a kid. Where do you get him? Um, in the Sleeping Forest. Oh shit, you're up in the Sleeping Forest? Dude, I'm I'm done it. No, what? How are you so far ahead? Um, dude, I'm already like I I went snowboarding already, dude. Oh my god, where do you get the misty harp? The what? Don't you need a harp to get through the sleeping forest? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the so wait, um, should in we the go in, order? in the yes, we should. Okay, but, <laughs> I'll, 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 but I'll let you know, like if we don't get to it. Okay. So first comes Sid. So first comes Sid. You go to Rocket Town, uh, which is this old town that uh, it used to be the site of Shinra's space program, which they. Uh, shelved in order to focus on energy and weapons. And living there is this old cantankerous dude named Sid, uh, who is really mean to his assistant slash roommate slash possible partner uh, named Shara. He's like really mean to her. It's very, it kind of had me a little upset, actually. Um... But, uh, so he's there waiting for a meeting with Rufus, uh, to see if they're going to restart the space program. And they're only there to steal his plane, the tiny Bronco, uh, so that they can go after Sephiroth. And so you get a great fight with one of the Shinra board members, uh, Palmer, who's just a clown the fat um, man yeah that uh, likes butter in his teeth and the best part is when you beat him he tries to run away and then gets hit by a truck for no reason <laughs> it's I amazing audibly cackled to myself <laughs> when that happened i did too and it wasn't like i expected like something to happen with the truck like Sid to be driving the truck or something but no he just gets hit by a truck and it drives and on victory screen. Yeah. it has nothing to do with anything he just tries to run away from you in your fight and he gets hit by a truck and it's amazing um, it, it was very funny and the, the entire time he's like dancing like to himself yeah it's he's, it was a fun fight it was a fun fight it is yeah it is it's fun um, but, uh, you, you escape in the tiny Bronco with Sid and, uh, Shinra shoots the tiny Bronco down. And so it 
is only it only functions as a boat in shallow water now. And we know that Sephiroth is on his way to the Temple of the Ancients, so we need to take the tiny Bronco to find the Temple of the Ancients. And this is where I got a little bit lost. Uh, I ended up going to um, the uh, Bone Town. I ended up going to Bone Town up in the north. And there, someone told me, the Temple of the Ancients is way down south on the other side of this town and the Inland Sea. The pyramid rising out of the forest. Some rich guy has the keystone. Uh, at which point I was like, well, I don't know what any of that friggin' means, so I'm just gonna travel the world, apparently. So, um, I, I went around the world, I was like, stopping in a bunch of different towns. Uh, finally found the Temple of the Ancients, and I knew Gavin had already gotten Yuffie, so I spent some time looking for Wutai. Like, as I was going to all these different towns, I couldn't find Wutai, so I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing wrong. Uh, and then I found on this little island, there was the pyramid, and I was like, oh shit, it's the Temple of the Ancients, great. Started walking towards the Temple of the Ancients, and there's Yuffie. Uh, who, uh, I fought. Um, she asked for a rematch, I agreed, and then she ran away. And it took me a lot of trial and error. It took me a lot of tries to figure out how to get her to join the group. Yeah. So, wait, did you end up um, doing like the Wu Tai side quest? I haven't yet. Okay. <clears throat> I want to Where... know how to get Yuffie, but I don't. I want to. I want to figure it out. It's not hard. It's super simple. It, yeah. It'll. T- it just takes a lot of trial and error. Yeah. Um, finding her is the easy part. Yeah. Cause it'll just inevitably happen. Where did you find her? In the forest. In the temple of the ancients? No, just, I think it was, um, after the Cosmo Canyon. I'm pretty sure. Oh, was it before? Or was it? What? Um, I don't remember. So she spawned for you earlier than she spawned for me. Yeah. Well, I think, so, uh, Jake said he doesn't want to know. So. Yeah, I, I think it's just a <laughs> random encounter. So can, can we can we just talk about how bullshit Wu Tai is? Because I'm still upset about this. I mean, I haven't been there yet, so I have no idea how bullshit it is. Oh, dude, I want to get there so bad because I want to just rant. I hate Wu Tai so much. Well, I just got out of the Temple of the Ancients, so can I? Should I? Can I go to Wu Tai next? Uh, yeah, you totally can. Wu Tai is. I think it's on the western most, uh, so west side of the map, right? There's a, like, northwest, there's, like, a small, like, um, sliver of land that goes up. Yeah. On the map, and Wu Tai's, like, at the top of that. Oh, shit. Okay, so I have to walk all the way there. Uh, yes. I well, think you might, oh, if you have the tiny Bronco, you should be fine, too. No, because I think the tiny Bronco can only go to the very bottom. Huh. Because you have to I dock. I can't wait to have on the airship. Oh, I mean, I still don't even have an airship, dude. I yeah, can't I wait until I get an airship. What's the tiny Bronco? It's, it's just a, like a water oh. thing. You can only, you can only travel waters. along like the coast. It lets you travel along the coast. And some rivers. And some rivers, yeah. Zach, I seem to remember you having an airship in Final Fantasy VII. Oh, I de- you do. You get an airship eventually. I'm impressed that young you 
has already done all this. It, I guess I maybe mean, not. It took me much longer than it's taken me this time. <laughs> it took me a lot longer. And I'm sure I was like asking Jeeves all sorts of questions about <laughs> how to proceed. Um Yeah, I I do like yeah, it took me forever to get this far when I was a kid. Do so we talked about Sid. Have you guys done the Mount uh the Fort Condor minigame? I did. I did the first like trial thing <clears throat> of it. Um, and I'm not gonna do it ever again. I did it twice, and I feel like I want to beat it, but I don't know how many times I have to do it. I thought it took too much time. It took so long, for, right? The animations are so slow with it, and like I, I don't know, I probably that's probably just like a limitation of the times. Um, but oh my god, it was so boring. Yeah, it was just uh, br- it was brutal. And it's not really a, expensive. Yeah, it's, it is it's pretty so expensive. expensive. I I beat the first trial one too, but I spent all my money because I did it as soon as I came across it. Yeah, and when I did it, like I I just shoveled money to these people, and I just bought as many people as I could because I didn't. I legitimately had no idea what to expect, and it was like ten ten enemies, and I have like eighty. Yeah. I'm going to see uh, I'm going to see what happens if I just I don't it. buy anybody and I just fight them myself. That's an interesting tactic. Yeah, just let them get up there. Yeah. You probably have to wait forever for them to reach the top. <laughs> I don't Yeah, it would take a little while. But it would definitely be cheaper. But who knows? There's a big old there's a big bird up there. There is a big that bird up there. It is true. And it's, it's got to be guarding like some badass materia, right? That's what I'm assuming. I don't remember if I beat it when I was a kid. I don't think I did. It's the phoenix. But I might have. Yo. It might be a phoenix materia. Yeah, it could be. With the big old condor. I, the first mission, I started having fun, and then I stopped. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I enjoyed it. I just didn't have the money for it. Well, once you sell that nail bat. If I, the, the good thing is, if I can get back there, I could get back to that Chocobo Ranch. Yeah, Chocobo Ranch is not hard to get to. Oh, that's, it's, that's just through the cave to the north, right? Yeah. And yeah, then but if Gavin will be able to kill that snake already. <gasps> I'm gonna kill it. I wonder, do you think we're strong enough yet? I'm strong enough, dude. I've got... Sure you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna kill the snake. You can just ride the tiny Bronco around the continent and then get... You'll be right there. But that's way less cool. I mean, you can then go kill the snake from that side. You don't have that's to true. Like, walk all the way through the cave. That's true. It's waiting for you to come back that way, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just hanging out. Um, (laughs) They're going to come out eventually. (laughs) I can't wait to go in back into Chocobo breeding. I loved Chocobo breeding. 
and racing as a side quest. When do we want to do we want to talk about the um should we talk about getting the keystone or should we wait until Jake's further along? Um Jake, what do you feel? I feel like there's going to be a portion of your life dedicated to chocobo farming in the Final Fantasy VII remake. God, I wish, but probably not if the whole game's taking place in Midgar. Oh, really? I don't know anything, really. Yeah, all of Final F- or this first installment takes place entirely in Midgar. Or at least that is what they're claiming. I am hoping completely without basis or evidence i'm hoping that this whole it's only midgar is like a hoax fingers crossed i really want them to like be like surprise it's actually the whole game but wouldn't I, that's, that be nice i i that's not going to happen but i would be very happy if it did <laughs> I just don't, I, I'm very worried about the idea of them, uh, like, stretching out the eight hours that we spent in Midgar into a 30 or 40 or, heaven forbid, something like 70 hour game. Oh, that'd be brutal. And Actually, if, I don't know, like, if, if, if it's well done, then what, it might not be dragged out, you know? Like, it what might are just they be- possibly going to add? Well, I mean, um, there's been discrepancies between Final Fantasy VII and, like, the remake already. Like, um, if you've watched... I assume everyone has watched, like, the cinematics for them. Yeah. Um, Different timelines happen. um, And in Midgar, um, there's the Leviathan summon, and you get that after the Wutai. So, like... Interesting. you, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. M- maybe they're just trying to show off some of like the different summons and stuff. But um, I don't know if they change like the timeline and stuff, or like if they're like picking and choosing different spots. Then I wouldn't mind like a a full game amount uh, in Midgar. I, I, I really don't think I would. I would be happy if it's a little bit of a shorter game. Like, if it's, like, 20 hours to beat the full, like, the story. Um, Or, I don't know, even shorter. Um, I'm feeling kind of weird about this one because I really hate it when gamers equate hours in a game to quality of the game, which I feel like we see a lot of now. Um... But at the same token, I'm kind of at a point where I'm like, if I, I, I dropped like 80 bucks on this game, Diana, please, I should have told you not to listen to that. I dropped a, I dropped a pretty <laughs> penny on this game. And if it's only like seven hours long, I'm going to, I am going to be a little bit like, man, could have really, would have done actually, more with. Yeah. It's the fact that it would be seven hours long and also wouldn't have told a complete story. It's right. not just that it would be 70 hours long instead it or seven hours long instead it's seven hours long and also the story isn't complete right um and also just, like you know 60 bucks 70 bucks is it is a pretty penny to drop i was upset that castle crashers ended so quickly after i spent like 15 bucks on it 
Well, I I bought a game over this last break that I played that was only seven hours long and was like perfect. It was perfect. I was super happy with every penny spent. Um, and that actually might be a good transition into side quests, actually. Sounds good. Let's hear more about this game. About that time. <clears throat> Is there anything else that y'all want to talk about for where we're at? We are leaving I found off. Dad. I found Dad, too! Hey. <laughs> He's at home. I was so happy. <laughs> Uh, I, I found him also on my street, like on the stream, and I just started yelling, I found dad! I got dad! <laughs> and I don't know if any of the people watching my Twitch stream actually listened to Checho, so I don't know if they knew what I was talking about when I was just like, yes, it's dad! Well, they learned. They learned uh, that day. Um, so, side quests. Oh, side quest. We are leaving off. Where are we? Where are we officially leaving off? We are leaving off with Jacob at Mount Nibel, getting mm-hmm. Sid. Hopefully that happens very quick. Me it should. at well we and then J- Gavin and, and I we both started talking at where oh right before the Temple of Past the oh that. yeah uh, yeah right before the Temple of the Ancients. So we will pick up next time at the Temple of the Ancients. Tune in next week. We might have to give Jake some uh, some handicap hours. Whoa, whoa. Hmm. I'll catch up. All right, all right. J- Jake's in the exact position he wants to be in. Ooh. Yeah. It's like Crash Team Racing. You never want to be in first towards the finish line. God, I want to play some Crash Team Racing so bad. How many I times lo- have we brought that up? Like, it's got to be coming close to tactics by now. Probably, probably honestly ah oh, shit did crash definitely team... pass bloody roar crash team racing supported bloody, the multi bloody roar. adapter right what was that ctr did yeah didn't it uh uh didn't it yeah. have support for the multi-tap we should get a playstation one and a multi-tap and oh my god crash team racing and do a live show where we play crash team racing but also talk about final fantasy <laughs> That seems very difficult. <laughs> there was like a the Final same. Fantasy kart racer. Are you serious? What? Literally, Chocobo Racing Road to the Spirit World is a racing game for the PlayStation game console. Shit. Interesting. Do you think this game's any good? It's probably not. It's got a 60... Well, let's see. Uh, game Informer gave it a 6.25 out of 10. IGN gave it a 5.6 out of 10. So... I'm gonna say hard no. Ah, poor Chocobos. Okay. Anyway, do y'all want to talk about our side quests? Yeah, that Why, game you um that you picked up. Yeah. So, uh, Humble Bundle was having a um was having a sale on like a bunch of various different games, and one of the games was uh, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Have y'all heard of this game? No. So this is a game I've wanted to play for a long time. Because it is a horror game that is about mental illness. Um, okay. And in it, you are playing a uh, medieval Orkney Islands Gaelic woman who is traveling to a Viking stronghold in order to kill the Viking gods and get her 
murdered uh, husband back. And what is very interesting about this game is uh, you are playing as this character named Senua, and Senua has severe psychosis. She uh, suffers from auditory hallucinations. She um, might have a little bit of implied, like, DID, uh, implied OCD, um, definitely anxiety and depression. But the big thing is she hears voices. So this game is meant to be played with uh, headphones because it uses um, binaural uh, audio illusions to simulate having voices in your ear and being surrounded by different voices speaking to you at the same time. Weird. Yes. Yes. And it is... So what you might think is that it uses mental illness as a novelty and that it treats mental illness at, as a superpower or that it, do, it, that it doesn't treat mental illness with very much respect. And I found it to be quite the opposite. I found it to be very respectful of mental illness because it is not about mental illness itself being good or bad. It is about the, the way that people around you it, it's about the way that you, it's about the way that you handle your mental state. Um, mental illness is obviously like a problem, um, but uh, being a neurotypical, thinking differently than other people, having different ways of thinking and different ways that your brain works is not inherently bad. And the game is very, um, the game is very explicit that um, the difference between a neurotypicality and mental illness is one that is based on how people treat you. And it handles this very respectfully, which is maybe surprising for an action horror game because it is a legitimately scary game. Yeah, that's... Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that it, you know, uh, it's not like disrespectful or anything and it does it in a tasteful way. It's always nice. It's it's also just really really good. Um, the the whole game took me about seven and a half hours to beat. Mm-hmm. So the story is really clear. The combat feels awesome. Um, I set the combat to easy because I just kind of wanted to play and enjoy the game. Uh, and even then, I struggled a little bit. But so one of the things in the game is that you have this, uh, there's this darkness creeping up your arm, and if it reaches your head, the seat of the soul, you will die permanently. Um, and every time you die, the darkness kind of creeps up your arm, up to your, your head. And if it reaches your head, your save file will get deleted, and you're, you will have to start all over again. Oh, shit. Um, and it is... It's just very good. Um, there's no UI. There's no like um, information on the screen. You get all of your information from Senua's mental state and the, the things that the voices are saying in your head. So like if you're in combat, um, they'll tell you if someone is behind you or if you need to block or if you need to dodge. 
um, they'll tell you if you're on the verge of death. Uh, it's really interesting. That's that kind of reminds me of Apex Legends. Um, the I, this is just a random thought I had. I forget is her name like Wraith or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And and like uh, like if someone's looking at you, they're like they're looking at you. Yeah, it, it like kind of like similar mechanic. Yep. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's very cool. much cool. like that. But you are you're going through this game, uh, killing or fighting evil phantom vikings uh and then slaying giant gods and it's you feel very cool while doing it uh senua is a really interesting like really cool character who like is struggling with her mental state and with the way people perceive her um she's carrying around her husband's severed head um, that Ugh. occasionally starts breathing. Um, Terrifying. It's really scary and really good, and I highly recommend it. That um, sounds awesome. Yeah, it is not a it is not a very long game to play. It is a very enjoyable experience. It sounds re- really good. Is it, uh, do you know if it's still on Humble Bundle? I don't think it is. Cur- it is on sale anymore. But I do want to see. Uh, it is so right now it is on it it's on Steam right now for like fifteen bucks. Nice. Yeah. For a seven hour game, that's seven and a half hour game, that's very doable. Yeah. Ten uh, so it's actually ten bucks and another five bucks for the uh soundtrack. Now nice. we're talking. <laughs> But it is, it's, God, it's good. And they, they've announced a sequel, and the sequel looks very cool. And I'm just, I'm very excited to play it. That's it for me, unless y'all want to hear me also talk about Birds of Prey. About what? I, uh, Birds of Prey. If that's the new Harley Quinn movie, yep. yeah? Yeah, I could not care less about... Yeah, my turn. Yeah. <laughs> and no offense, Zach, I, I mean that in the least offensive way. I just really don't care about Harley Quinn. I am, I was the same way. Good or bad? It was really good. And I Scale not, 1 to 10. Uh, uh 10. <laughs> no shit? No shit. It is, it is now my new favorite uh, DC movie. Like, mo- I like it more than Batman Dark Knight. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Um, it is, it is really good. I I all right. I'm giving it a ten as a superhero movie. As a movie in general, I would not give it a ten. I don't know what I fair. I don't know what I would give it. But that's for, very fair. In terms of a superhero movie, it is, uh, it is my favorite DC movie by far. Um, okay. And maybe second, like specifically superhero. I don't know, like superhero comedies. It is only behind Deadpool 2. Okay. You like the second Deadpool better than the first? I did. I don't think, I don't think. think I've seen the second one, to be honest. I like the did second one better second? than the first. Is that the one with the teenage like nuclear warhead? Yeah. Okay. No, I did see it. Um, that's, that's, that's her name, right? Teenage nuclear warhead? Um, no, it's... Uh, I, don't remember her, I don't remember her actual name now. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. 
Negasonic. Yeah. Um, yeah, Negasonic Teenage Warhead is also in the second one, as well as, um, uh, Yukio. I don't know. Yeah. It, the sec, the, Deadpool 2 is, like, I really like Deadpool 2, um, but, uh, Birds of Prey is so excellent. Ewan McGregor is in it, and he's fantastic. He's, he's like, a Batman villain that I really love called Black Mask. Um, Mr. Zaz is in it, who I didn't know, I didn't know that character was going to be in it, and he's, like, another villain that I really love. Um, and it's, it's really good. Is it my turn? Yes. Yeah. Polyrath. Muck. Exeggutor. Hitmonlee. Hitmonchan. Horsey. Cedra. Electabuzz. Pinsir. Lepras. Vaporeon. Ammonite. Wait, hold on. Amastar, Kabuto, Kabutops, Aerodactyl, Mewtwo. How did you pronounce the Pokemon that you swim on top of with like the shell and like the long neck? Lapras. You're yeah. saying that weird. I was it's Lapras. Like... It's Lapras. It's Lapras. 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 That sounds. That sounds dumb. Lapras and Lapras doesn't. Lapras. <laughs> Those are the 17 Pokemon that I've been training my entire life to catch. Pinball. Those are the only ones. Those are the only ones I haven't caught. Those are the ones that have eluded you? Yeah. Oh, that for... list was the ones that you don't have? That's everything I don't have. Uh. 17. 17 out of 150 left. Oh man, you're getting close. Are they all in the game? How could Yeah, of course they're in the game. Don't say that. <laughs> I don't know. Like Pokémon is famous for not having all the games or all the Pokémon in every game, right? Whew. Now, there's a Pokédex for a reason. You got to catch them all. Okay. Now, if there was like Pokémon Pinball Blue and Pokémon Pinball Red? Yeah. Then I then I would What? Is it's it? both. <laughs> Oh they're, yeah. They're both okay, in. yeah. So if it's both, then yeah, I'm sure you can catch both. You can catch everything. Red is infinitely Probably. harder, in my opinion. Hmm. You guys gotta I'm gonna get you guys Pokemon pinball cartridges for Christmas. That'd be dope. Does the vibrate function still work? Yeah, man, my rumble pack works. Nice. I don't have a cap or a I don't have a cover, but Oh, okay. Those those seventeen Pokemon are the only thing written in my notes for this week, other than seven oh four question mark Wheeled Dino Beast Mako Energy is destroying the planet. <laughs> that's that's my notes this week. Those are good notes. Those are helpful. Wheeled Dino Beast and Mako Energy is destroying the planet. It's all true. Yeah. I mean, that's how, how is your leg? How's your guys's leg? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mako Energy is destroying the planet. So, so there's my Pokemon pinball side quest, Gavin. <laughs> I also have been watching this reality TV show called Alone, which is years old. Have you ever heard of Alone? It's like Survivor, but real. Of not. And I don't know how real it is, to be honest, but it's people that film themselves. So they definitely have to meet up to give them like camera batteries or something. 
but it's legit stuff. Like these people like starve and over the course of the show, it's them in the wild. They get dropped off. It's 10 people for $500,000 and they have like 12 items and that they, you select to bring with you and you use those 12 key items to just stay alive in like Canadian wilderness. Um, and it is super awesome. The second season apparently is more of like a better TV show. I haven't actually seen much of it, but I binge watched the entire first season in like one sitting. And it's really, it's really cool seeing these people. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, it does. It's a TV show, so it kind of sucks now in digital format. Like you have to rewatch like scenes a couple times sometimes, but. <clears throat> really good. I would check out Alone. I think it was on History Channel originally, but super... It's like, if you like Survivor, but wish it was like more realistic, watch these people eat seaweed and starve themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could watch that. It's so beat, too, because this one guy, they dropped him literally in a bear den. Like, not literally in a bear <laughs> den, but he was... <laughs> steps away from a bear den he's on like a gopro with these black bears like in the trees all these footsteps everywhere around his campsite he he needless to say he bailed first day he didn't make it a he didn't make it 48 hours i mean but what what are you supposed to do they literally wanted that guy to get eaten by bears (laughs) (laughs) they literally put him in harm's way on purpose i there's no doubt in my mind um shit that that does that does sound good you know what uh you know what i just started watching that you guys might like huh there's this show on amazon if you get amazon prime called documental it's a japanese show where they get 10 japanese comedians together and lock them in a room uh for six hours and each comedian has to bring one million yen which is roughly equivalent to $9,000. And uh, whoever laughs, if anyone laughs, they get disqualified and they have to leave the room. And the last person to laugh gets the 10 million yen. (laughs) That's awesome. And the first episode is like so serious and so dramatic. Um, And then they like... I just watched the first episode and it's just like them getting the 10 comedians and putting them in the room. And it's hilarious because the the guy who's organizing it is like, all right, I'm going to leave the room and then I'm going, and then I'm going to start the timer. And he walks out and he starts the game and all the comedians immediately start laughing. And he like the, the host kicks open the door and is like, what are you all doing? <laughs> You've all lost. <laughs> we have to start again. That's really um, funny. They tried. It's really good. I started watching it because uh, so I think it, it might have been uh, Jeff Stormer of the Party of One podcast. Someone tweeted about it and tweeted a screenshot of it that's just <laughs> this this one guy looking very serious just like completely stone-faced going i will show you my butthole <laughs> just like as serious as possible and like i was like i have to watch this <laughs> i have to see this 
So yeah, I you guys, I I am looking forward to that. And what's it called again? It's called Documental. It's on Amazon Prime. Documental. That that's it for me, really. This time. <laughs> yeah, Gavin, what did you do? Oh boy, what did I do? Um, I started a my very first uh, D and D campaign. What? Um, yeah, I am playing a tiefling bard named Murad. Oh God, the horniest of characters. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Gonna fuck a dragon. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty. No, um, ah, damn it. <laughs> um, uh, besides that, um, we did, like, our first session, and it went super well. I'm really digging it. Um, then, uh, the other thing I did, uh, I bought Doom Eternal. Oh. Because I'm a huge fan of Doom 2016, the soundtrack, the everything about it. And boy, is this a good sequel to that game oh yeah um it's everything i loved about doom 2016 um the soundtrack i don't really like as much as the doom 2016 soundtrack but it's still phenomenal um and just the gameplay of it super fast paced i and i've been enjoying every minute that i played doom eternal um, and along those lines, uh, the crossover between Doom Guy and Isabel. <laughs> so good. I'm in love with it. Um, so that's, that's me in a nutshell. Who, uh, do I, um. It's the boys. Okay. And I'm running the D&D com- campaign. Yeah, with. I, I like how you knew exactly where I was going. <laughs> I was like, who, who, who are you playing D&D with? Who, who's yeah, your hookup? It's the boys. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Shout out to my GM, Ian. He is a great GM. Uh, he won't ever hear this, but that's okay. I'm When's giving him a shout out anyway. When's Ian going to GM a game for me? Huh? I don't, I don't fucking know, dude. You tell, that, you tell him to GM a game for me. Because okay. I want to play a game with him as the GM, because he's one of my like top players. Yeah, no, I, he's, he's a very, very good GM. Um, he's just... He's super... He's, I I don't want to get I don't know I don't want to praise him on a public platform. <laughs> <laughs> How many sessions of the D and D campaign have you done? Just one, okay. just one. Uh, our first one was actually this Saturday. Uh, was it Saturday or Sunday? It was Sunday. Um, so about three days ago, and I'm digging it. How how are you liking D and D compared to other systems? Because so like you've basically followed a lot of my rpg um trajectory which has been focused almost entirely on indie games absolutely absolutely um i think the most um familiar system i'm or most the system i'm most familiar with um is definitely powered by the apocalypse um and i mean that's it's suit that system is super simple yeah um so Going to D and D, I don't know if I mentioned this, but we're playing fifth edition. I, um, but it's it's interesting, but um, I, I don't know. It's not that hard. Um, my GM he knows all the rules. If I've got questions, I just ask him. So it's um, 
the transition from like powered by the apocalypse um, or other systems that I've played uh, to D and D it's, it's really, it hasn't been that bad. Yeah. Five uh, E's five E's pretty five E is better than previous systems have been in terms of like crunchiness and like five uh, E is de- definitely a little more story based than four or 3.5 and uh, or two, like five is the most story based, I think. Is the most like okay. indie games. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I'm going into this pretty blind. I I've really wanted to play D and D for a really long time, and I've specifically really wanted to play a bard. Um, what is it about so, bards that are that are have appealed to you? Um, I well, okay, so we're going to Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, I, and ah, uh, I thought it was so interesting about having someone that just kind of like chills back and just buffs everyone how they see fit. So, um, I mean, it's so far, it's a little bit different from what I expected. Um, but I I don't know, just like bards in general, like when I watched the Witcher and like the bard in the Witcher, uh, like he was one of my favorite characters. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I just like bards as a whole. I just really, really dig. Yeah. I would love to see a tabletop RPG that does, um, that does final fantasy, like JRPG bards really well. Cause like in, in dungeons and dragons, dungeon world, they don't really work as supports like they do in final fantasy. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a lot more active um i would love to like have a game where the bard is like a very clear support class i mean yeah it's it's super cool and uh, along the lines i have a ukulele right like two feet away from me um which i pretend is my loot nice <laughs> so that's great. That's awesome. I'm sure that's going to get really old really fast to my to my group, but I'm still <laughs> going to do it. Nice. I'm going to keep I'm going to ask you so many questions about this. Yeah, for sure. I think that's Jake saying stop talking Time's about me. <laughs> Time's up, boys. Yeah, I think that is the end of our show. Um now if I could just find my end of show notes. Thank you everyone so much for listening to us. I actually don't know what you, I forget what you put, what you say in the beginning. Uh, the first thing I, I usually do is I think Capsule King for the use of the track Silka Screens as our intro and outro. Thanks Capsule King. Thank you. Follow us on everything at Chasing <laughs> Chocobos. We're everywhere you look. iTunes, Spotify, SoundClouds. And Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Hop on Twitter. And Instagram. Mm. Did I say that one? It, not yet. Instagram at Chasing Chocobos. Find Same us. Same thing for Twitter. Um, on Patreon and give us money. Man, <laughs> help us live. <laughs> oh my God. What is that? We have notes. We have end notes to help us do this. Five stars. Uh, but I have. I have the other notes up, like my note notes, my leg notes. You can have, well, there's, I have like 80 tabs open right now. You can open up another tab. That is obscene. (laughs) 
Uh, you can, though. You can, however, become a patron of the show um, at patreon.com forward slash chasing chocobos. We have one tier. It is a $2 tier called the Mycidian Inn. For a dollar an episode, you can support the show. It really helps us out. It means the world to us. Uh, we want to thank all of our patrons, because I don't think that uh, we have thanked them yet. Uh, or we, I don't think we've thanked them in a while. So uh, thank you very much, Kevin McCarthy. Thank you, Mark G. Thank you, Shane Arang. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Materia Lockdown. Um, we really appreciate all of your support, all of your help. Uh, it means the world to us. Um, but if you are interested in becoming a Patreon supporter, uh, please check out our, our very simple, very low-maintenance Patreon. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. We already just, just fill up those stars. On Spotify? A- a- anywhere you find us. It's like a Taco Bell survey. If you ever see a rating system, just... Just fill it out to the max. We're 10 out of 10. We're 5 out of 5. You already know that. You listen to us for uh, some also, reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please follow us and uh, and talk about us on Twitter. I think we have 69 Twitter followers, which is, hey, is a, it's a <laughs> nice number, but I'd really love to see it go up. Um, so, you know, if you like the show for some reason, I don't know why you would, but if you do... Mention us on Twitter. Tell other. Oh no, we lost a follower. We're down to sixty-eight. We need six hundred twenty-two more followers can so we us? can be at six hundred ninety. Six hundred. No. Uh, yes. I mean, I would love <laughs> six hundred ninety followers. Uh, anyway, guys, what are we doing? Please follow. You can follow me on Twitter at zwgarth. I'm on Twitch. I am uh at foam soldier there. And brothers, uh, well, Jake, do you want to plug anything? Um, my sink when I'm doing the dishes and I got really crusty stoveware. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, that's going to do it for us today, everyone. Um, I don't know how things are going to look two weeks from now, but I hope that you are safe. I hope that you are healthy. I hope that you are practicing social distancing and washing your hands and not touching your face because we all need to do our part to keep everyone safe. So I hope that this message finds you well. I hope it finds you happy. Um, and I hope that we can all do our part to help the world a little bit because remember that the power of light must never be used for darkness and that the true crystals reside in your heart. Stay healthy friends. Chase a COVID chick Don't do that. Don't avoid it. Run, please. <laughs> wait, no, wait. Take it. They, they do, Jake. They do. Chase a chocobo. Was that what I was supposed to say? <laughs> <laughs>